Okay, so we've gone through the first koan. Can you listen? Listen. Without an opinion. And from this spaciousness, from the space of listening, we come to the second koan. Where in your body is this listening? Where do you feel this listening? And the point is, no wrong answer. The point is to distinguish where we're listening from and at different times. Many listen to the heart, some listen to the head. The ego is located in the head, nothing wrong with the ego. Sometimes lots of negative projections on the ego. Ego is fine. Then we have the heart, this inner standing, and to bridge them together is the point with the gut, in particular, in my opinion. <laughs> Third koan, and I'll read it out to you. Who are you? And who am I? Who are we? Right? So first, come on, can I listen without an opinion? Second, where in your body are you listening? Listen. Okay, and from this space, from this place, who are you? Who are you? Who am I? Who are we? Within this deep, heartfelt listening. The answer and it's fine that you know the answer. Let's keep coming back to it. I don't know. The explanation for this koan reveals our ego confusion, our disconnection from our deeper self. You are not just your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Your ego doesn't know what it is and has been running from this insight your whole life. At this depth of mind, we do not know who we are. At this depth, we are nakedly aware and silent, not opinionated. We are simply pure witnessing awareness. Pure witnessing awareness doesn't know anything. In not knowing, there are infinite possibilities. We are finally getting nowhere. <laughs> has listening ever spoken? Has it ever said anything? Pure listening has never spoken. From the ego, from the conditioned ego's perspective, not knowing is scary. It's scary. From the ego, from the opinions, from clear, deep heart mind, it is simply the truth, the root of unbounded, peaceful freedom. From this depth, you are simply not knowing. Paradoxically, when you finally realize that this depth of mind has never spoken, there will be much for your ego to say. And here's a quote from Man Master Renzai, 9th century China on uh, page 14 here no eye can see it no ear can hear it then by what name can it be called the man of old said to speak about a thing is to miss the mark <laughs> 14 facilitators note the only valid answer is i don't know they made me coaching to get this answer. If necessary, let them answer incorrectly several times. They will always answer with a thought, feeling, story, or sensation. For example, if they answer with love or bliss, simply remind them that these feelings that come and go, not the fundamental truth of who they are. Invite them. By the way, I just want to, uh, you know, preface that all these koans begin with a commitment a commitment to be open, honest, and vulnerable. Invite them to listen more deeply, even if they respond with a seemingly correct answer such as pure awareness or emptiness. 
Remember that their expression may be just a finger pointing to the moon, but they also need to experience and present the moonlight. They may be coming from conceptual ego, evaluative mind, and not connected with this state of consciousness. For example, if they say, I am pure awareness, with an emphasis on the I, they may be coming solely from conceptual ego mind. Always remember we are looking for the state of consciousness that is underneath the spoken words. They must be speaking from the realization, through the ego and not just from the idea of the realization. If they do not arrive at I don't know on their own, suggest that at this depth, perhaps they do not know who they are. When they admit this, agree with them. At this depth, I don't know either. Finally, we are getting nowhere. Finally, we are getting nowhere.